So sometimes having a great day literally comes down to the morning. How do you start your morning? And we've been talking a lot about resolutions and things that you may have committed to do to start your day out right. But there are some things, according to Jay Shetty, who wrote Think Like a Monk, uh, that he learned and he uh, prescribes to get your morning started off right. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is having a great week so far. I know that we are under a little blanket of snow here in Chicagoland and uh, I actually don't mind it. Uh, I'm one of those that loves winter like I talk about all the time. Um, And even though it's January and I know that people are kind of over winter by the time it gets to this time of year, I am always ready for a beautiful powdery snow no matter what. Um, I do have to commute to the city today from the suburbs and so it's always a little bit interesting and sometimes in that uh, little short time I'm always like oh yeah this isn't as great as it is when you're sitting inside enjoying the snow but anyway great time of year for me still I love post-holiday really focusing on what we can do to make our day-to-day life better I think a lot of times in midlife we spend so much of our time thinking someday I'm gonna do this or as soon as I'm done with this this will happen and many of you have kids that are you know out of the house or you are in a a different stage or maybe you or your partner are looking at retirement or semi-retirement and it's really easy to get pulled into the trap of waiting for a certain thing to happen before we really decide to just focus in on making the most of the time that we have and I not to sound morbid but you know this is a time when you really should be focusing on what can you do to just amp up every single day I think we waste a lot of time looking and planning toward the future and that's great but Sometimes in that pursuit, you just miss the little opportunities to make the day that you're in the best that it can be. So I mentioned in the opening a book called Think Like a Monk. I got it uh, from one of my daughters for Mother's Day. And when I first saw the title, I was like, good Lord, what are you thinking giving me this book? Like, there's nothing about me that that makes me think I'm going to enjoy this book, right? Because I just feel like that's just such a far cry from what I think like. Uh, But it's really a great book. And there are some really simple things that the author Jay Shetty, he illustrates and combines ancient wisdom with his own personal experiences as a monk and really talks about how to clear any mental roadblocks that you have by overcoming negative thoughts and feelings and regrets so you can create a purposeful life 
just one day at a time. And it seems kind of unrealistic to to take the ideas of a monk and be like, oh, I can really apply that to my daily life. Like that's, again, so far off. But he finds a way to make it possible and super simple. And when you hear his thoughts and ideas on it, it just seems so doable. And you just you just feel like, oh, my goodness, like this was such a small thing that made such a big difference. Now we hear all the time about things that you can do in the morning to start your day optimally, you know, so that you can just get started on the right foot and all great things. But there, there are some really core fundamental things that are very specific um, not just like get up and do, you know, um, you know, a stretch or whatever and, and meditate. Those are all great things. But he has a few things that are like that, but uh, get a little bit more specific. And so I really want to talk about those today. Because I as I read these, I thought, oh, man, this will make a difference. So the first one is don't look at your phone and I'm going to add laptop, iPad, anything. Do not look at your phone. Now, that is easier said than done when it's your alarm, which mine is. But if you can do that, it will change everything. So one of my other daughters mentioned um, something, I can't even remember what it was called now, but uh, it's a type of uh light it's an alarm that wakes you up by um, sort of infusing the room with what uh, is supposed to be sunlight it doesn't make a sound but it just gradually lights up the room like a sunrise and i am a really light sleeper and um you know i feel like i can see light through my eyelids you know like you can just get that sense and i thought well that's a really peaceful way to wake up and that might even help with this idea of not looking at your phone but even if you don't want to do that just be aware that sure if that is your alarm and you have to um, turn it off then just turn it off and then don't linger on it, looking at any possible missed messages or notifications that pop up as soon as you like, you know, put it up to your eyeballs and like hit the button. Um, once you do that, once you start looking at a text or a notification, you are already pulled in and you're going down that rabbit hole. So then those messages are now in the driver's seat of what your day is going to start off the B to be. So before you even have had a chance to do that stretch, before you have had a chance to look out the window, open your blinds, wait for the sun to come up and really appreciate it, before you even decide what you want to do, the messages and notifications on your phone have already taken over your mind and your actions there they are right there they make themselves a spot right at the top of your mind and they just are invading and taking over it's like having time thieves in your brain so according to shetty when you allow any kind of 
message or notification or information to override your mind at the very first minute of the morning, you are already kind of setting yourself up for being reactive throughout the whole day. So again, you're not deciding what to do from that point on. You're just reacting to what is fed to you. And then that's how the rest of the day will go because you're already behind the eight ball. You are already in that mindset of reacting to what is going on. And when you think about that, that's very true. Whereas if you would just not look at the notifications and not look at the text and just go right into the things that you know are going to be life enriching and helpful for you and your body and your mindset, you're going to be off to a much better start. So be the master of your morning and don't let anything else take over and get in the driver's seat. So be very aware. Don't make the first thing you do uh, a reaction to your electronics. Try to put that off until an hour, you know, after you wake up. Just commit to that one thing. And I think you'll see a big difference. The second thing, and you've heard this before, do what you can the night before. It's so simple. Uh, I used to do this a lot more when I was younger. Just lay my clothes out. If I'm going to work out or walk, lay those things out. Um, have the outfit for the day picked out. Uh, go ahead and like gather up the clothes for the laundry. All of the things that kind of rob time away from your morning. Try to do it the night before. Because that five or ten minutes before you get into your bed at night, just imagine if you went ahead and, you know, loaded the dishwasher, uh, set up your coffee maker, plan your breakfast, go ahead and make your lunch for the day, uh, lay out workout clothes or your regular clothes. Um, if you're out and you're thinking, oh, I just want to get home and you need gas, put gas in your car the night before. All those little things will really help salvage the morning also. Because every 5, 10, 12, 15 minutes uh, that it takes to do those things are a gift that you're giving yourself in the morning. And it's super easy to procrastinate and just think, well, I'll just, it's no big deal. I'll just get up a little earlier and do that. Don't count on that. Um, and I always tell my daughters, like, if you can do it, do it. Don't think that you will do it tomorrow because anything could happen tomorrow. Like, look, you know, we got a bunch of snow. So if I would have uh, put getting gas off, now I have to go do that. Uh, not only dealing with a slower commute, let's say, but now I got to get gas when there's snow blowing and like it's really nasty out. So when you can, anything that you can, do for the morning to give you those extra minutes back just do it just do it like it's so such a small thing but it gives you these extra beautiful precious minutes in the morning because you know the day is coming at you hard no matter what so why not just clear away some of those mindless extra tasks there's no 
a law or rule that says you have to do certain things in the morning. You can definitely do them the night before. Um, <clears throat> when you do this, you have, again, freed up valuable space and just really given yourself um, a little reprieve from that morning decision-making time where you have to make decisions. Do I have time to do this? Do I have time to load the dishes? Do I have time? Like you're making decisions in the morning about those things when again you don't need to do that you could do that the night before and then you're keeping your decision making muscle a little bit more free and open for the things that really matter in the day so prepare what you can the night before the third thing is make time in your life now time in this um, instance is an acronym for thankfulness insight meditation and exercise so he uses this acronym to zoom right in on what your morning needs to include every single day, really without exception, so that you can start the day from a really harmonious place where your needs are met first. And this can happen when you do those other first two things. This can happen when you have laid out your stuff the night before and when you have committed to not looking at your phone and allowing it to set the tone for your morning. So thankfulness, again, um, writing in your gratitude journal or, ju or just sitting, feeling gratitude for the day, for your life, your family, the home, the roof you have over your head, the job, whatever things that you have in your life even if things are feeling like they're crappy uh, in some areas, you are blessed. And it is good to remind yourself every day of that, even if it's just a few minutes of, you know, gratitude, prayer, just thankfulness, just have it be quiet and dark and just really reflect on what's good. And you'll have room for that again, because you have saved some space. Insight is the I in making time, and that just means to make time to absorb information from another point of view. So something different than what you have been hearing or exposed to, you know, for maybe the whole day before. Uh, too much news, too much of the same conversations. So whether it's a, a new podcast or um, a new audiobook, allow new thoughts and ideas to kind of sharpen yourself and your mind and get those creative juices flowing. Let something else in. You know, put on a, a YouTube video or a TED Talk or something that's inspiring. It doesn't have to be long. These TEDx talks are, are pretty short. Um, and it'll just be about something, you know, about a hobby, about creativity, um, about your skin, just things that can really give you some insight into something that you might have otherwise not made time for. But if you make it very intentional to learn something and give yourself some insight every morning a little bit, you'll really get that, again, those juices flowing for absorbing new ideas throughout the day because you've already sort of started that engine of open-mindedness and creativity which i think is such a great great idea like 
pick out a, like six, you know, podcasts where you might find, you know, an episode or two that you like, and it can be about health or um, aging, wellness, relationships, divorce, uh, adult kids, things like that, where sometimes you'll hear an expert and it's just like, wow, that, that sounds so simple. Just like what we're talking about today, sometimes really simple things can just open your mind and just make your day so much better. So that's a great way to, like I said, like get that um, open-mindedness muscle and that those juices flowing. The M is for meditation, whether this is prayer, a guided meditation, or just sitting quietly, be in your own thoughts. This only needs to be a few minutes. I think um, a lot of people, myself included in midlife, we make meditation really hard for no reason. Um, it, it really is nothing other than being with your own thoughts and really just thinking, how do I feel today? And then sort of backing up, why do I feel this anxiety? What is happening that led to that? And just kind of allow yourself to go backwards, you know, in time, try to try to put some pieces together. And if you don't, that's no big deal. If you get distracted and your mind goes to something you have to do today, that's okay. Look at that and then just get right back into your clean thoughts and just sitting quietly and really allowing yourself to to just sit with how you're feeling and not really feeling like you have to solve anything or get anything done. It's a really relaxing I, I time uh, to just ideate and just uh, allow things to just flow in and out easily. There's really no work in meditation, but the work becomes when you do get distracted, just forgive yourself that and get back to focusing on whether it's looking at your fire in the fireplace, your breathing, the feel of your skin, you know, on your hands, like just hold, you know, your hand feel that mine lately has been feeling the skin on the top of my hand that that skin on your body that's really soft and you just get back to something that is kind of your home base. Um, You'll hear that um, phrase a lot in meditation of just what is your home base? And a lot of people use breath. For me, that's never really been one that works for me. Um, That is distracting to me in a weird way. But whatever it is that can like get you back to something centered, uh, meditation or prayer is a great thing to add to your morning. And again, five or 10 minutes, this doesn't need to be a lot. It's just you basically clearing the slate for your day and just really recognizing how you feel, um, why you might be feeling like that, and then just making a conscious decision to go forward um, a little bit more uh, clean and peaceful from, you know, uh, any kind of chaos in the morning. And the last is exercise. You knew this one was coming, right? This doesn't need to be, again, 90 minutes of, you know, cardio leg day, you know, or anything like that. Just do something to move your body, stretch, keep the muscles and joints warm so that they can take you as far as you want to go in the day. So a minimum of, you know, 15 minutes is really all it takes to feel more relaxed and get that little hit of dopamine that you love. So those are the recommendations that he has. I think they are amazing. Um, To me, the don't look at your electronics or your laptop um, before you have decided to set the tone for your day is gigantic. Um, 
even when people sometimes want to meditate, they might even meditate using their phone. And before you know it, they're meditating while they're looking at their phone and their messages. And it's like, that's not meditating. <laughs> I've done it myself. Or then I feel like I'm just in my thoughts and all of a sudden something pops into your head and you're on your laptop or your iPad and you're just looking at emails. Like really try to commit to just put it off to the side, put all of that stuff to the side for an hour so that you can really take care of yourself. Second, do what you can the night before. Really commit to taking as many of those little tasks off of tomorrow morning as you can and do those tonight. Give yourself that additional time in the morning to really uh, respect your self-care and give yourself room for it. And then lastly, making time. So thankfulness, insight, meditation, and exercise. Those four things make those part of your every morning in some small way. It's not a giant commitment. Again, it's just doing a little bit of each of those can really allow you to become a person that has control of your day with a really clear and focused mind and body instead of starting behind the eight ball like I said just allowing yourself to be bombarded with messages information no matter how much you think you enjoy um, messages and um, the notifications it's fine just give yourself a breather before that actually starts so you're not actually pulled into your day reacting to things like I mentioned before. So if you can really focus and add these little tweaks to your morning, you will, I think, uh, be able to be in control and really have a better idea of what your uh, day is going to be like because you are deciding. And then after this one hour where you haven't looked at your phone, uh, you have had some time with yourself to journal, to be grateful, um, to have some insight, you know, learn something new, listen to something new, um, you know, just just focusing on your own mental well-being. Uh, I think it's just easy to make the day a lot better. I think that, you know, even a wonderful like cup of coffee in the morning if you could even save that to be sacred and not get on your electronics even then, give yourself just every advantage in the world to start your day and get in all of the things that you love and value and that you know are going to be really good. Because no one likes to start the day just in this state of anxiety or feeling like they have to answer or call or email or even if you do feel stressed that you have something that you just remembered an hour or 30 minutes isn't going to make or break anything i mean you know that if there's a situation that's emergent obviously but most things can wait that 30 minutes or an hour for you to just get yourself squared and centered. Don't let anyone or anything rob you of that precious morning time to get centered. Uh, you can simplify those mornings, set boundaries around that time so nothing or no one can really ever interfere with that. You can do this, friend, even if you're not a monk. Um, 
again, it was a great read. I recommend uh, the book highly. And even if you just skim through and just look at some of the practices uh, that he recommends, again, that's Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Um, he's kind of been all over the news lately, but um, just a really, really inspirational book and a, and a great way to look at life uh, so that we're living the most into the days that we have right now instead of always only thinking, well, what's next? Or at some point down the road, I'll be able to live because this will be done finally. Just today is precious. Every single day is. Do everything that you can to free and clear your mind uh, and give yourself just that bonus, uh, wonderful morning time to start your day on the right foot. Okay, that is all I have for you today, my friends. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Hey, friends, if you enjoy listening to the podcast as much as I enjoy doing it for you, please hop on, give us a five-star review, and leave a comment. I love to hear from you. See you next time.